it's that time of the week again. It's time for Chit Chat Across the Pond, number 572 for November 14th, 2018. And I'm your host, Allison Sheridan. This week, our guest is Dave Ginsberg, host of In Touch with iOS at InTouchWithIOS.com. How are you doing today, Dave? I'm doing great, Allison. Thanks for having me. Appreciate being here. Yeah, so I asked Dave to come on the show, and uh, we're going to do a little bit of a confession time here. And <laughs> I, th- I think it's an important confession to make. We yeah. did a recording on a topic that was terrible. <laughs> yes, it was horrible. Am I right, Dave? It was god awful horrible. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I believe I believe the phrase he referred to it afterwards was train wreck. Train wreck. And and it was kind of like, well, we'd already put in the time and we'd already planned it out. We'd already done the recording and we both went, yeah, but we just can't air this. This no, is it's, terrible. It's god awful. I don't, even, I, don't, I don't even want to mention what the topic was. That's nope, how bad nope. it was. <laughs> we're not even going to do it. No, we're not even going to do it. I mean, we tried to save it. We just couldn't do no, it. So it the good news wasn't. is we came up with a totally different topic that is definitely in Dave's wheelhouse. Yeah. Dave is a an expert at iOS and comes up with tips and and tricks with iOS that I have never heard of. Now, I don't guarantee I haven't heard of any all of these, but I haven't even looked at his list, and I know I'm going to learn something. And if I'm going to learn something, <laughs> I hope you guys are going to learn something too. So Dave is yes. going to give us his top 20 iOS 12 tips and uh, how to use them to be more efficient. That's the deal? Absolutely. For one, all right, I got my iPhone my iPad ready. All right. Are you ready? Let's I'm do it. I'm ready. What do we got? We're going to start with the the new battery graphs and uh, what they mean. Um, when uh, when you went in when you go into a battery uh, uh, under the settings and then go into battery, I mean I think I think Apple really did a great job of making it more efficient as far as being able to see what your battery is d- doing as far as draining. You know everybody complains about oh my god my battery drains so much I don't know why it's doing this. So of course they came up with the app list and I mean of course. Apps like Instagram and Facebook and Safari and a lot of those apps tend to uh, use a lot of uh, battery power because of their activity. But what they did was they put two graphs in here, which I thought was really cool, in the, under uh, battery level and activity. Now you can oh, look, look at this. I've never seen these. Oh, cool. So it's, I uh, learned one already. Okay. Uh, I, I already got you the first one here. So then the other thing you can do is if you look at both of those graphs, um, you have a battery level. You actually can tap the uh, the battery level graph and it'll actually at a certain time of, of that day um, or that uh, – with I, right now I'm looking at the last 24 hours. You can tap and it actually gives you what was being used during that particular time at the battery level it was. And if you see the graph kind of drops down as, it, as the battery is lower. Um, so – That'll kind of tell you where, where, what things were doing. Like I've got one here I just tapped uh, with the, uh, at uh, 5.34 a.m. I guess it was the last charge level. Uh, but this time was like, uh, I think it's, yeah, it was right around midnight when the battery was being charged. And it showed that my I was 30%, 37% of my activity was in the mail app. And then I was listening to some podcasts, so I had the Downcast app running. So it uh, it was playing. But then it tells me, oh, you had it connect to the charger. So it knows that. You were using it while it was being charged, but the cool hmm. thing is you can you can keep tapping each part of that day in the battery level and as well as in the activity below it, and it'll tell you during those times what um, what was going on uh, specific to that time or when the battery level kind of dropped. Now you can also tap it under the last ten days, and that also brings up a graph for battery usage and activity. And the same thing, you can tap. Each one of those, and it'll tell you, like I had one day, oh my gosh, I was using Facebook way too much that day. <laughs> 42% was the background activity on Facebook. 
Um, when, when, whereas the next, uh, the, the, the next day I was using Doncast cause I was uh, listening to more podcasts. So it, it's really cool being able to tell you, um, as far as uh, how much you use your battery, uh, and that particular tip all by itself. So I, I, I really like that. Is, yeah, this is fantastic. Um, here's a, a funny data point in the last, uh, 10 days, 14% of my activity was on the Nest app. That oh, wow. tells you how hard it was for me to get my Nest Protects reattached to my network <laughs> when I shut one down and turned another one oh, on. Oh, that, that, yeah, that, I can see that. Holy battery. cow. <laughs> and, and by the way, we use Steve's phone for some of the time, so he's probably got a number like this. <laughs> that is so, fascinating. And as you tap on these, it shows you the, uh, the, the app listing and the activity percentage, so it's changing as you tap on them. Correct. That, yes. That, and that's, I, I also had never seen above that. It says insights and suggestions. Do you have anything in there for yours? Um, where do you see that? Uh, above the battery graphs. Oh, you scroll have... back. Uh, so I have insights and suggestions, and it says auto brightness is currently disabled. You can save battery by enabling it. No, I'm not going to. But thanks. I don't. I don't. I don't see that. Uh, you're in under battery health. And battery? Uh, I'm under battery. So at the top, it says battery, and then it says low power mode. I can turn that on. And then before battery health, there's a section, insights and suggestions. Maybe they have no suggestions for you. Yeah, maybe not, because yeah. uh, I don't have huh. any. <laughs> you learned something. You, you've, I now have learned something. I have to take and make a note of that. Actually, try this. Turn off auto brightness. That might take a while to go find, though. Where is that? Display or something? Where is that? Display and brightness? I believe so. Um, no, why would it be there? Just <laughs> see it in there. Display and brightness. There it is. Yeah, but I don't see auto brightness as a switch. You know, I have to look that one up and get back yeah. to you. <laughs> they don't make it easy, do they? No, I know I somebody. It. Oh, wait, here it is. Here all it is. of them. I think it's under. Um, it's under. Oh, I see. Uh, auto brightness under accessibility. Is that? Oh no! For crying out loud! Why would they put it there? <laughs> really? Anyway. Well, anyway. I'll let you keep going. So that's one down. And that's I one down. Uh, absolutely got... had not seen those. That's fantastic. All right. So now photos. We love photos, right? And I love photos. We, we go into the photos. And um, one of the things I, I really like is going in uh, under albums. And then, I, you know, I usually navigate that way and look at it. And then I see all my photos and then my albums I've created and then my shared albums and then people and places. Scroll down a little further. You have media types. Then when what did they the, add that? Yeah, that's this was just added in iOS 12. And this breaks it down by the type of media that you have in your photos, uh, in your photos. So in, this, in my case, I have 320 videos in my videos folder. Then I can tap that, and then it shows nothing but videos. And, and so I can thumb through it. Oh, I remember that video. I want to be able to look at that. Or I can go back, and then it shows 263 selfies I've taken of myself. And I can imagine some of the people out there have taken more selfies than I have, but, <laughs> uh, but that it brings up nothing but selfies. If I go in there and yeah, there's a lot of me, a lot of my wife, uh, it even picks up friends. I've taken pictures of, or, or they've taken selfies of themselves and sent them to me. So, uh, then next one, yeah, live photos. Uh, so it'll show all the live photos. Of course, if you don't know what a live photo is, those are where you take a picture and it, and, and it, and it has uh, four or five, like it's kind of a little mini video of, of a subject that you've taken. Um, and that's a, a, a pretty cool feature. The portrait mode. So if you have, uh, if you have a, a, a iPhone 10 or iPhone 10 S or even the, the iPhone eight, you have a portrait mode so you can take portraits, long hmm. exposures, panorama, time-lapse, slow, slow-mo, 
bursts. And of course, I have a big folder because you and I are very much into doing screenshots. Uh, Okay, how many you got? I have 843. (laughs) Oh, sweetie, I have 2,475. I figured you beat me. You beat me. I figured you did. (laughs) I have almost as many screenshots as I do live photos. And I always take live photos. That's hilarious. Yeah, so and then animated and then it also comes you scroll all the way down the bottom there's there's also a selection of other albums imports and such so i i think i I really was pleased when they added this feature in in this so it's it's a lot easier to be able to find something specific to the type of photo you've taken Um, i'm glad to see this because it's it's starting to bring it more on parity with photos on the mac because you you get these same things on the mac um by the way you may not uh people listening you may not see all the categories we see Because it is dependent on whether you've done whether you have any. So I would suspect if you've never taken a screenshot, it's not going to be in there. Right. Exactly. You just won't so see it, it in the list. It's just all dependent on what you take. So it's a uh, buyer beware. <laughs> as I have sixty thousand five hundred ninety-one imports. Yeah, you 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 are you like your photos, and I do too. I mean, I only have eleven thousand photos, so I, that's at least that's, that's great. Still, but uh, all right, I, that's I, cool. Another them. thing so, I didn't know. That's two. Check. All right, so this one I'm gonna kind of more describe than um, than it's really hard to demo. Um, but they added this new feature, which I'm really super th- stoked about. Is you ever go you ever go to a website like let's say it's, you got to go to your bank and then you sign in and it says okay we need to send you a passcode to authorize you be able to sign into this site. And you know what they yeah. do is you, you put your phone number in, then you got to go into messages, SMS, then it's got the code. You got to remember it, or you can copy it, or you can go back and then paste it. So what they've done is this is called autofill SMS with one-time passcodes. And what will happen is as soon as the passcode is sent, the passcode will show up in the the, the under the above the keyboard. You know how you always get those little bars saying that you can tap. Uh, something to paste into it or, or type it for you. Well, it brings that actual code over and allows you to be able to paste it right into the uh, the box where you're supposed to paste it to apply for that code. Um, you know, I've seen this one and I yeah. keep forgetting that it's going to do it. So every yeah. time it comes, I go over and I yeah. copy and then I go <laughs> over and I hit it and it's it's yeah. ready for me. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I was kind of glad they did it. it. It is hard to remember because we're, we've been so used to it for so many years with iOS that you had to do that manually. So nice, nice little feature that, that Apple added with iOS 12 to do that. Um, yeah. Not, 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 much, not much you could say about that other beyond that, but um, one of happy I, making. It is happy making. It makes people happy. So um, the other one I wanted to bring up is, uh, you know, when you go into iMessage and you, of course, you've got the app drawer, they call that the drawer. Uh, oh, when you that scroll, okay. that's what they call it. You, and you go down, you scroll across, you got all those different choices and apps and such. I wanted to kind of highlight one of them. I didn't want to go through all of them. But uh, when I when you tap the photos uh, drawer, and of course, it's got recent photos, um, and uh, you can go through and actually pick those photos and be able to uh, bring it up there and choose a photo right from the drawer. Now, the other one, other piece I wanted to bring was, was above that. It was the camera. You know, when you take pictures uh, in, in a... Uh, in a iMessage, you know, before I, what you were, what we were used to was um, you took the picture. Um, so in this case, I'm taking a picture, and then you you always had the button at the bottom where it would say it would it would it would you would tap it, and then it would bring the photo into the text, and then you, you finished what you want to say about the photo, and then send it. Well, I've gotten in trouble many times in this case because I'm in the, I'm in the mode right now where I want to take a picture, but then of course on the bottom you have a couple of choices: effects, edit. Uh, markup, and then there's an arrow up uh, at the on the bottom right. If you tab that, it will send the photo immediately. And 
that's scary because <laughs> it could be something you don't want to send right. You want to be careful about when you want to send. You have to bring your bring your eyeballs up to the top here, and then you have at the very top there. Yeah, on the left you say retake, and on the on the right you say done. So if you tap done, then it brings the photo like what you were used to uh, in. Um, in a text and then be able to then type something in and, and, and you're on your merry way. So, so you've got just that little bit of extra time. To, yes. But, uh, right. It's not yeah. like, that's kind of like when you send an email and you, you regret you sent it because you, <laughs> you, you, you made a mistake. I mean, it's not like you, it's like an incriminating way of sending things, but, uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's something to be aware of in the camera. If you tap, yeah, just, uh, yeah. tap at the camera, I mean, it's got Can other cool you- things. Can I give you a little tip that you may not know? Yes, please. Um, so let's say we've taken a photo and we're going to go in and we're going to do uh, we're going to do markup on it. And this is true of markup anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've got your choice of pens and uh, you can select things and you've got an eraser and you can hit the color. And so you can change it to blue or red. Mm-hmm. But if you hit the little plus in the bottom right, you get a bunch more tools. You can add text signature, right. a magnifying bubble. And most importantly for me is an arrow. I always want an arrow to point at things, and that's how you get to those. And you yeah, can I, actually I, bend the arrow by using the little green dot to turn the and, arrow. And I saw what you just sent me. <laughs> it's got <laughs> your, bend, bend, your bendy arrow there. It's awesome. Um, but the, it's uh, it's it, I'm, those are a lot of just you know, quick, subtle things that they added, I think, that makes, makes it a little easier. But that piece I just talked about, I, you just be careful. <laughs> Be careful out there. You don't want to be sending some some bad photos. You're not you're not sure you wanted to send it just that just yet. So, I got gotcha. um, All right, and then uh, now I want to talk a little bit about uh, Face ID. Um, and of course, Face ID is on the um, the iPhone 10, which is that one that first came out. Then the iPhone 10s, and then the 10s Max. So it was available on that, and now of course it's available on the iPad uh, Pro 11 and 12.9 inch uh, models. Um, so what they did in iOS 12 is they actually ad- they actually added uh, um, a way finally that you can you can add uh, two two uh, face two faces. So if you wanted to, you wanted to have Steve's face on your phone so he could unlock it too, you could do that. I don't know if you do that or not, but <laughs> yeah, we actually did do this one. Uh, the okay. name of it is alternate appearance. Alternate and, appearance. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That was one of the things we were really looking forward to because uh, Steve usually drives. He likes the navigation to be on his phone, but then yep. invariably in the middle of doing it while he's driving, we'll want to change podcasts or something. And we're playing <laughs> it on his phone because since he's navigating, he's charging you know, it's a whole thing. And so it yes. was one of our our, uh, our first favorite things. Yeah, um, absolutely. It, it I, definitely does work, even though Apple says that it was it's not really intended for two people, but they know that's what we're doing. Oh, come on. Really? They said that? <laughs> I, 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 of course, you, that's the whole point of it. It's put your spouse in there. How do you get your phone? I don't know how to do this. Oh, oh no, it works. Because my wife has the iPhone 8, so she still has iPhone 8 Plus, and she still has the, the home button, and she picks up my my, you know, my, my tennis max, I'm like, how do I get on this phone? I can't deal with this. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, so it, back, back on your previous tip on accidentally sending the photo incorrectly. Uh-huh. Did you know you can delete uh, things you've sent? I did not look at the messages. Do you still see the photo that I sent you when we were fooling around? I do. Okay. So I think you can delete it before the person reads, sees it. It, it's possible it's something like that, but oh. I, I pressed on it and I hit the delete. So uh, back out of messages for a minute. Let me, I'm going to take a photo okay. and just so you know which one it is, this will be a picture of a glass and okay. I'm going to hit, uh, I'm going to send that to Dave and now it's already been sent, but I'm going to click on it and uh, let's see, how do I do it again? I did that. I, a long hold, go down to more 
and then there's a checkbox, and I hit the delete in the bottom corner. I say delete message. Oh, wow. Okay. And See, so now you now taught me open. something. That's awesome. Yeah. No, hang on. It didn't seem to delete it that I, time. I still though. see it, though. Wait, did you have it open? I told you not to open it. No, I left it closed. Try it again. The- <laughs> Try one more. I did leave okay. it closed, but I thought one more you time. already deleted it. Okay, so keep it closed because it didn't it. delete the first time I did it. Okay, so I just took a picture of a little box on my desk. I'm going to hit send, and now I'm going to tap and hold on that, and I'm going to tap more, and I'm going to hit delete and delete message. Okay, the message okay now up. open up messages. See if you can see it. All right, well, I got the, no- I got the notification bubble. Let's see if it's still there. No, it's still there. Interesting. Okay, so it only deletes it for you. Nice. (laughs) So it's a useless tip, though. But you didn't know about it, right? We tried. (laughs) Uh, So, and then... uh, uh, and then adding t- on to the face ID piece is, uh, oh my gosh, finally swipe up a- again to try to get your face ID. Cause I remember I had the iPhone 10 and I was on iOS 11 and it couldn't, I've, I, uh, face ID didn't work. So no, okay. I got to put my passcode in. Okay. I'll do that. That's fine. But you kept having to do it. Um, if, so what they've done is if it doesn't notice, recognize your, f- your face right away, It'll give you an option to uh, swipe up again to to swipe uh, to to try face face ID another time, and you can Very keep cool. trying a couple times, and then yeah, finally they added something that uh, was useful because that was that was such a pain because sometimes you know might be some issues with the lighting, um, it, and I've seen it many times where I've been out in the sun and it just doesn't see your face uh, real well, and then you have to end up putting the passcode in, uh, but yeah, you know, but sometimes it may not have, have read your face right, so at least now you have the option to swipe up and. Do your thing. That is um, nice. I sometimes that doesn't work for me. Uh, Face ID works really, really often for me. I very rarely run into it. But like, if I'm being stupid, it's on an angle on my desk, and yep. it's never going to see me. Or I've, you know, I don't realize I'm blowing my nose while I'm doing it or something. <laughs> the swipe up to try again is it doesn't seem to be a hundred percent consistent. But I, I have had it work, but mm-hmm. not as often as I would like. Now I'll tell you, and I know we you know you know I've talked about the iPad Pro 11, which is pretty relatively new. I've seen a lot more accuracy in the Face ID on that device over the iPhone. I mean, the iPhone XS Max has, got, has been pretty good for me, uh, but I definitely noticed a difference with Face ID on the iPad Pro, uh, But and I haven't had to do that as often. The other cool thing on the iPad Pro is if if you're holding it horizontally um, and you have your finger on the camera, it'll tell you, you're you're covering the camera i can't see you (laughs) so then you take your finger off and then it sees you and then it unlocks you know it it is kind of funny that they they have that there it's a little arrow that bounces and points at it and at the top it's like hey moron take your finger off the camera (laughs) that's right right. (laughs) so it does kind of tell you that's not the best location for it if everybody's putting their finger on it maybe they should have put it up a little you know what would be to the right if you were in portrait mode yeah, I can definitely agree with that. It was, uh, it, it's kind of, yeah, it, 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 the way you hold that iPad, it's it's a thin frame. So anyway, yeah. that's, that's the iPad. We don't want to talk, but we're talking iOS tips here, but I just wanted well, to mention Well, iOS that. tips, it counts. Yeah, it counts. It counts. It's a Face ID. I kind of brought it into the fi- Face ID family here. Um, so this one, I'm sure you know, and I wanted to just mention to it to everybody anyway, um, going into settings and going into passwords and accounts. Um, and um, you go into autofill passwords. I'm so thrilled that they added this because I don't know if you use one password. I do. And I do. I want to, to be able to now, I'm now able to have autofill of passwords, not only with I, iCloud keychain passwords, 
I also have, I can check off and have one password come up as well. So I have choices in both places. I don't, do you use both or do you I, use just one? Um, I actually, one of the, the side tip I would make is that you can disable iCloud Keychain if you want you it to only look into your uh, one password. So That's you can choose, or, or LastPass, you can choose which one of them you want. That is probably the most magical thing in iOS 12. That yep. is just the, the full integration. Um, I, I do find it fascinating, and I would like to get an answer to this, is mm. why the one place you can't use 1Password is in filling in your Apple ID. You notice yeah. you have to type yeah. it all the time? Oh, really? Because I, I thought I've been able to do that, especially because mm, I have I, a, a complex one. There's there's a lot of places, uh, maybe not so much on iOS, but on the Mac, there's all these places that you have to, you always have to be typing it in. I mean, do you know yours by heart? Oh, of course not. I mean, my I have You're, two Apple IDs. I have one for purchases and one for, uh, um, for iCloud. My iCloud and, one, I don't. I keep that one more secure. Um, okay, I guess I so shouldn't, but. I, I keep both of mine secure. Both are long. Or, I mean, I only have one. It's very long. It's very complex. It's in one password, yeah. but it's the only password I know by heart other than my one password because wow. I have to type it in all the time. Oh, jeez. Not no, so I, much I, on the I, iPhone, I, I, but on uh, the Mac, for sure. Hmm. Bonkers. I know that. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, but that's, a good, that's a really good tip because uh, people... Uh, 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 people are using uh, these password managers all the time now, and, and it was such a pain before we had a copy paste back oh, back and yeah, forth. Absolutely, just huge, huge tip. And then uh, next tip I want to talk about was the Notes app, and we, and I don't know if you if you did anything before talking about Notes, but Notes has just been just awesome with a lot of the updates they've done with it. I'm and, not a big Notes user. Tell me no? more. No. Okay, so so the one thing I I, I that caught my eye was the, the the ability to being able to scan a document or a business card or anything um, in Notes, and the way you do that oh. is if you open up Notes and then you just start typing. At the bottom there, you got all the different icons available. There's an icon there. It's a plus. If you tap that, you have choices. You can you can scan documents, take a picture or a video, or grab with a photo library, insert a photo, or add a sketch. What I, what I want to do is scan a document. So if I tap that, the camera comes up, and then you just scan anything you're trying to wow, position. Wow, that did a beautiful job. And yeah, I, and I mean, it, I took a document. It's sitting on top of a bunch of other junk on my desk. I didn't even make it, and it's. I mean, that's superb. Yeah, yeah. So then it doesn't uh, do OCR quick, though, does it? I don't think so. No, it, that's the one drawback to it. It's, it's mo- so it's more so just kind of scan, like like you're scanning a business card. That that's pretty common. I mean, a, a kind of a side note of, of business cards. You know, work, maybe me working in the IT world here, and then people asking me for business card scanners. You know that the business card scanner markets pretty much has disappeared. It's because of this type of thing, because you're I able just bought to bought a scanner. Did you? I'm surprised <laughs> you found one because there's just so few manufacturers out there that actually do them anymore because they're actual physical scanners because everybody's using their iPhones now to scan things with scanning apps and and such but yeah uh, yeah I've been using scanner pro and oh yeah, uh, I do that. I use that too little mm-hmm. blog post on that and the nice thing about that is it does do the OCR and then I can save it to Dropbox and on my Mac I've got Hazel watching my Dropbox folder and it does uh, changes the title and moves it into the right folder for me so that's kind of nice, but this is a, this is a nice feature to drop something into a, a document too. If you're yeah. trying to keep notes on something, you got a document you want to stick in there. That's pre- that's pretty slick. That yes. is, I I had not done that. All right, good. Got me at least three or four so far. A couple here. Um, the next one I wanted to talk about is how to share a password using AirDrop. 
Now, why in the world would you want to do that? Well, you can. Then what you have to do is you can go into the passwords and, and you go into the passwords and account setting where we were just in a, er, earlier. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, uh, let me get in there real quick. I just lost my spot. Passwords and accounts. Okay. Passwords and accounts, and then go into website and app passwords. Of course, Face ID will open it. So if you open a particular password you have stored, it'll bring it'll give you the information as far so as. So these are your only iCloud keychain passwords. iCloud keychains, right? So then, oh, okay. Under password, tap and hold it. See what comes up. Copy or AirDrop. Oh wow! So you could tap AirDrop, and then what it'll do is it'll of course AirDrop will come up, and you can AirDrop it to anybody that you. And where does it go? It will go to anybody you decide to airdrop it to. No, but where does it go? Like oh, it's, um, it's going to my Mac, and I'm not. If it goes to your Mac, it'll actually go into the passwords um, group in um, in your um, uh, in the keychain. Yes, not no, not in keychain. Yeah. It actually opens up the passwords in iCloud, I believe. Oh, I, okay, there it is. Yeah, and then then you can uh, store it if it's something. I mean. But of course, you can airdrop this to, like, let's say you want to airdrop it to Steve. If it's a password that you want to send to him, you could send it to him as well. Interesting. And so where's that? That's very interesting. Huh. I try really hard to not keep anything in iCloud Keychain, and here's all sure. this crud in iCloud. I swear I tell it no <laughs> all the time. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? It's so, showing never saved, never saved, never saved on oh, all of these. So they, it says I, I put them in. But I never saved them, except for this one. Get rid of this. It's really hard to get it to stop. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. But I thought it was a, a handy tip. I don't think it's. I don't know if it's something that people would use too ter- terribly often, but um, but I, I think it works. Yeah, very cool. I'm glad you showed me this though, because now I'm deleting all of these that somehow <laughs> got sucked in that I told it not to. I, Clear I tried it really hard not to use iCloud Keychain. Clear it out. Um, I'm almost so, done. <laughs> Only oh, okay. eight have snuck in. <laughs> so that was uh, our ninth tip. I'm going to go to number 10. Uh, now, um, group notifications. Do you utilize group notifications in the... Because uh, I, I, I actually enjoy having... Only specific people. I like for Twitter. Let's. Uh, I I have like the Mac Observer. I have uh, Mac Rumors, and I get to see. I see uh, those group notifications. Those notifications pop up anytime there's a. I don't know what group notifications are. Maybe you can show okay. me. All right. So what group notifications are? If you if you um, during when you're in a lock screen, it'll actually be popped up on the screen itself. Um, but to get to it, when you have the uh, your iPhone or iPad up, you just uh, drag from the top and bring it down, and then that's the notification center. Um, and then what they did in iOS 12 is that that was the nuisance of, of having notifications pop up because they didn't they would never group them. They would you'd always you know if you got a lot of notifications on a certain from a certain app, it would be you know like I have a I have a group here because I'm using Twitter uh, Mac Rumors tweeted and then I it, right now it says nine more notifications. So now what it does is it groups them in in a, in a stack. So oh, I can okay right. I can I can tap I can tap that and open all nine of them. Or what I can, and and that's the cool thing about um, uh, about the group of notifications. As far as um, being able to expand them, you just tap it, then it expands and shows all of them. When you do that, uh, th- there's a button above that. It says show less, so it I can bring it back, and then it groups it back to the way it was, um, and that and that allows you to be able to um, uh, 
manage them a lot better because I, as I'm scanning through a lot of my notifications, like I have stuff from Amazon, um, and I have from from like uh, from my wallet, things like that. I will group anytime there's 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 the difference as far as that goes. Um, another thing you can do with the grouping, I'm kind of moving into the um, uh, as far as changing the apps, you you can slide it from 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 uh, right to left. Then there's a couple choices here: um, manage, view, and clear all. If you want to oh, clear to, that to, to the audience, keep going. If you don't see manage, I kept going partway over and just saying clear all and view, uh, and I and I yes. thought I'd heard this existed somewhere. You have to go way to the left, like almost yep. three quarters of the way across screen, and then you can go to manage. Yeah, so then you see all three of them because if you keep if you if you keep moving, it just says clear all. But if you let yeah. you kind of go halfway, yes, uh, you you then then you see um, you see. Uh, manage view and then clear all so what i would what i would do is i would tab manage so in this case you have options a little more a little more granular options for managing the notifications because what you'd have to do before in ios 11 you'd have to go back into the notifications and then start messing around with the settings well here you have two choices you can go deliver quietly or turn off like you, you may want to just kind of mute those notifications first for a temporary period of time um, so that will that comes up, and um, sorry, my screen uh, closed out here when I was showing you or telling you, <laughs> uh, push, pushing the deliver quietly, or you also have the option just to turn it completely off, or you actually can it'll bring you right into the settings and you can um, make the changes in there too if you wanted to. Um, so that's that's one of the ways of being able to manage um, uh, the notifications. Um, you could tap I like view. that one. My doorbell's given me 19 notifications today. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, it it does uh, it it does give you a little a crazier way of uh, being able to do, to do that. So uh, let me tap manage. Let me tap manage again here. Um, I don't know why this didn't come up when I tap settings. There it is. So you have the settings one, and I like what they've done with the notifications screen because if you remember before where you would have to change the way it would show up in the lock screen where if it shows up in the lock screen, notification center, and then banners. Right. Um, they've, they've, they've made it a lot more granular. Now you can just uncheck. It's got little, little icons. You know, so if I only want – I don't want banners, but I want I want it to come in the notification center and the lock screen, I can do that. Of course – I like it. And also it brings you finally, if you've got those notifications coming up, you can go in because you remember – Going into the notifications app and the settings, that, you know, scrolling through that laundry list of all the apps you have. Oh yeah, to find and, it, it and really then and hard. then the and you want to turn a lot of these off. And when you see it, you can turn it off because if something's coming up you don't want, go in there, turn it off. So now now you have the options to to, to make the changes. Now with banners, if you tap banners um, under banner style, it it does give you um, uh, the option to have set again for temporary or persistent. Um, and then, of course, you have uh, uh, you can change things like uh, sounds. You can turn off the badges. You know the little number that shows up on the icon on, on the uh, on on the app. Um, so lots of lot of flexibility as far as going in and making changes right on the fly from the notification center, which is really nice. That um, is great. How it just drives you straight to it, so you don't have to yeah. spend a lot of time going to find it to say you know because most of us just never would fix it. It would just be a constant irritant because it take us. You know, yeah. half an hour to go find it. You're not going to do that. So, exactly. So now, another uh, yeah. thing, Bart, Bart uh, suggested. Now that Face ID is so fast, when you look at your phone, mm-hmm. it, I don't know about you, but I always liked seeing my notifications on my lock screen, even though yep. that's you know 
privacy problems with that, right? right. Now that it's so, uh, it opens up so quickly, it's uh-huh. safe to t- say show previews when unlocked only. So if you back up or go just at the top level of notifications, you can turn that on now to just say when unlocked or never, Absolutely. depending on your, exactly. your mood. So um, that, that's group notifications. I, I'm really pleased how, how they've made those a uh, lot easier to, to manage. So, yeah, um, very cool. One of the, Dive a little bit into the control center. I love the control center. I'm sure you, I know you've done screencasts on that before and, and talked about it. Um, but I wanted to mention something on the iPad. Someone, someone stumped me when I was at my Apple user group uh, when we were at our meeting last month. And I'm like, there's a line that shows up on my iPad on the top right. And I don't know what it is. And he, I, I'm looking at it and you know, it was, it was, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know what that thing is. You're right. Well, let me, let me check it out. Well, what I'm talking about is on the iPad. If you if you go on the right hand side, that's usually where the battery and the um, the, the battery and the Wi-Fi and everything is on the top right, and the percent of what your battery is if you have that turned on. There's a little line just bu- just below that, and I'm like, what is that line? Well, what that line is is that's the that's the the pull down for the control center on the iPad, and I never really thought about oh, that. Oh, look at that! That must and, have been their way of going, "Hey, look here, look here, yeah, look here." Exactly. So I I, I was stumped, and then and then we just talked about it at our iPhone class uh, our SIG last night, and I said, "Yeah, that's you you stumped me. I didn't know what that was, but then I figured it out." So. That's what they did is to kind of distinguish, okay, that's where you grab to get to the control center. Um, It's funny because they don't do it on the iPhone. uh, And there's certainly people who have now experienced it, right? If you have an iPhone uh, without Face ID, is it still in the upper, is it all in the upper right for everybody now? Yes. Mm -hmm. In iOS 12. Yep. Are you talking about on the iPhone? Yeah. Even on iPhones that don't have Face ID? Yes. It's still okay. on the top, on the top right, where, where okay. you where you pull it down. I'm so, so glad because I was just really dreading where we would be maybe two or three years out, and you're talking to somebody and you're trying to explain to them how to get to something. Going, I don't know where Control Center is. I don't remember <laughs> exactly. So, uh, uh, speaking of Control Center, I'm we're on tip number twelve here. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about how you add and remove. Um, items in the control center. Uh, the way you do that is you go into settings and then you scroll halfway down the page and you go into control center. And then there is a uh, selection there called customize controls. And there's a number of ones that you, are musts that you have to, I mean, you have to have them. I mean, I just, I just don't go live without it. It's not like the flashlight for sure. Um, screen yeah. recording, which I, I'm sure you use a lot. I use it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the timer, uh, the camera, uh, the magnifier, which I absolutely love. I'm, I'm so glad that the magnifier, they finally made it as a, a standard <laughs> item now. Whereas before, you remember, you had to use, you have to go deep into the accessibility to, to turn it oh, on. Oh, you know, I've got that turned on and, and I didn't ever notice that. I've still been using the accessibility shortcut to get to it. Yeah. Well, now, now you can put the magnifier right into the control, into the control, into the control center. Um, there's a couple other things too that you can add uh, that uh, one I'm going to talk about a little bit in a little bit in a little bit. But the other one is uh, uh, do not disturb while driving. Do you use that? I do. I do. I don't have that as a toggle though. Yeah, because you can you you have the option of having it in the control center if you want to 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 toggle it. But uh, I've I've got uh, do not disturb while driving is one of the tips towards the end here. But uh, but you can add that. Um, and there's other things if you go down for more controls because you can add and remove. You don't want to start adding so many of them where the, the the control center gets so so filled up that that drives you crazy here. Uh, 
and uh but uh but you can you you can actually uh go through and uh and, and add and remove any one of these anytime you want and keep them organized. One of the ones that uh I'm excited about is uh you can add hearing to your uh control center and if you turn on hearing and you set your phone say near a TV or uh let, let's say you're just having trouble hearing the TV these days yep. and your your partner doesn't like it when you turn it up to volume 97 so you put it, you put your phone by the uh television and then you put on your headphones and I think this may only work with a couple of kind of head, a couple of types of headphones I know right. it works with the AirPods do you know whether it works with other headphones um, I have not tried with the other pet headphones. You stole my thunder on one of my tips. <laughs> no, I did a search. I did a search I, for hearing and it wasn't on the page. Live listen is what it's called. Uh, it's called hearing. Yeah. Hearing is the actual choice, but oh, they actually, they I actually call it live listen. searched to That's make okay. sure I wasn't snaking you know what? it. I'm going to move it up, but we'll talk about it right now since you brought it up. Okay. Um, so where is it called live listen? Cause it's called hearing on control center. Yeah, it's called Hearing on Control Center. So when you launch, when you launch uh, Hearing, um, it's if it'll show. In, in my case, it shows my AirPods. Uh, it says Live Listen, and once. Uh, uh, so what you have to do is let let, let me go back because I wanted to give some good 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 uh, information about how this is works. And like you're exactly right, it, it is really awesome because sometimes you want to be able to hear the room um, better than you can. I mean, I have pretty good hearing, but uh, um, but. I, I was very impressed with what it, what it does is because um, you can put uh, when when you have your AirPods in your ears, um, you can basically treat that as you treat the iPhone as a mic, and you go in and you you add that hearing part uh, 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 selection in the control center. When when it comes up, it actually shows your AirPods, and if your AirPods are enabled, they should be when you put them in your when you put them in your uh, ears. You'll be able to turn it on for what's called live listen. And then it allows you to be able to listen to, like you said, you don't, you don't want him to be turning up the, the TV. You want to be able to hear it. <laughs> and it, it gives you a live listen uh, in the room. And now, I've it even, has an odd error on it when it, I don't yeah. have my AirPods open right now. And it says right. unavailable for current route. Yeah, that's, that is kind of an odd way of the writing that. I don't, Does it don't think I'm, it maybe I've got a map going right now <laughs> and it thinks there's something on that. That's very odd. Yeah, it uh, it is kind of odd, um, and uh, it. Uh, but uh, we've moved that up from nineteen up to eleven here. So we'll. we'll, we'll <laughs> I am sorry. I did search. No, 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 I searched okay. definitely because okay. I didn't want to snake it if it was in your list, and I thought, no, okay, no, no, cool. No. I'll just throw it in here. It's okay. It's okay. It's all good. All right. Um, so that that's live listen. I thought it was very cool, and, uh, and so apparently you have used this before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I heard about it from Terry Austin. Uh, he's been doing okay. some experiments with apps that do this and, and other headphones in the past. And um, they just got Sherlocked by this. But it, it is important to know what's called hearing in one spot and live right. listen in another spot. It Thank is. you, yeah. Apple. It is kind of confusing. Um, so uh, let me uh, talk a little bit about how you are able to um, – uh, lost my, my spot here. Where did we go? We went to, to – Sorry, uh, I moved things around when I added that one. Right um, 14. Okay. Disabling the lock screen notifications. So a lot of times you get notifications on lock screen if you don't want them, uh, If you, uh, especially ones, uh, I was going to, the one example I was going to bring up was do not disturb. When do not disturb is turned on, um, you, uh, when you have your phone off and you bring it back on, it has the uh, do not disturb, uh, and it says calls and notifications will be silenced. You can tap that and then turn it off by 
just uh, tapping it and then turning it off and disabling it. Those you are the type tapping that notification. That notification, yes, in the lock and that, screen, and that will d- disable. Wait, does it'll, that disable? Do not disturb. It will. It'll. It'll turn off. It'll, oh, let me. Let me try it again here. <laughs> so throw. I want to throw anybody off here. And uh, why did it go off? Uh, go back in here. Okay, turn it back on. What it does is I, it, it snoozes it. So it, when it comes back up, it says calls and notifications will be silenced while your iPhone is locked until tomorrow at 6 a.m. That's what I have because I just turned it on. Um, actually, no, this will turn it off completely if you, yeah. if you, if you tap it. Um, so I, what, the, what I wanted to bring up is the, whenever there are any notifications that come up in the lock screen, it gives you the option to be able to control them in, in a way from the lock screen. If you tap it to say, hey, I don't want that to be on anymore if I, I want to snooze it. Uh, but oh. that, that, that was one I, that one I wanted to kind of stand out to say uh, yeah. uh, what, what that does. Interesting. So. You know, I've been getting the notification on every one of my devices all the time saying that lock screen or notifications have been disabled until 7 a.m. And it's my, my uh, schedule is from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m., but I'll see it at 3 yeah. in the afternoon. Hmm. Yeah, I think sure it's one. gotten a little janky in iOS 12 yeah. on that. That's that that's very possible. So, but that's lock screen notifications that you can disable. Um, other thing too is I don't know. Do you like do you like the Siri suggestions when it, when it comes up and gives you a Siri suggestion about something? <laughs> does it or does it drive you crazy like me? No, I think they're all stupid. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I I sent a, a text with a typo in it to someone, and Siri the next time I opened my phone said, "Do you want to tell Joe Google Glock again?" <laughs> it's like. Yeah. No. How is that? How is that? A, 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 okay. Here, and here's a perfect example. Every single day I go to Starbucks. I either go to Starbucks after going to the beach for a run mm-hmm. or after going to my gym to, to work out every single day. Why hasn't it figured out yet that I leave this location and a half and 10 minutes later <laughs> I am at Starbucks and I am opening the Starbucks app? Why has it not figured that out? <laughs> That's right. It, I don't know. I can't answer that. I wish I had an answer for you. It, it's crazy. Uh, but to go to this, to, to, to turn this off, you can go into settings and you go into Siri uh, and uh, suggestions. And I just lost where. Oh, it's under no, it's notifications and then Siri suggestions. Uh, oh, no, that's you got to turn them off by app. Blech. No, I think there's a way. I just just there another one. Here. Yeah, I just had it and then I lost it. Siri and search, maybe. I there, send that's... a message to Troy, Troy Shimkus. There it is. I, Siri and I search, yes. Him. Yeah, those are suggested. Those are shortcuts, actually. I, I, that's a whole other show by itself. That's why I didn't. Oh, that maybe up. that's what I was talking about. I thought you were talking about Siri shortcuts. No, I'm in Siri and search. And then if you could scroll down and go under Siri suggestions, you actually can turn everything off. You oh, kind of okay. So maybe Siri, let's start over. What are Siri suggestions? Yeah. Um, Siri suggestions are anything that can be suggested that you've done that that you've done in uh, like uh, like you said. That, that, that a phone call that's a that, that, that a phone call occurred or um i, I don't know, what am i trying to think i think maybe it's, i think serious suggestions are actually shortcuts or when okay, you're ser- are, i'm sorry I'm, no i mean when you're ser- when you're searching for something when you search for something it has serious suggestions that you can uh the, the like if i if i search if you you know when you bring the menu down from um from the top to the to the bottom um you know how you where you can do a search uh you, oh you cr- oh oh okay and All right. You start typing in. So if I type in, oh, I see what you're saying. So serious suggestions. Are, oh, that's showing you apps that you've launched before, right? I'll, but also other stuff like send uh, a message other stuff, to Troy right. Shimkus. 
you kind of you know you you, you kind of keep scrolling down there. There's Siri knowledge. There's Siri suggested websites. So you have control of being able to turn it off by going into that Siri and search. And if you don't want uh, Siri to be doing that, you can turn off uh, suggest inserts, hmm. suggest and lock up, lock, lock, look, look up and suggest look up. Uh, look up. Excuse me, and uh, su- uh, suggestion suggestions on the lock screen. So okay. So okay. that, 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 that was my intent to bring up that. So in case people don't like Siri suggestions. <laughs> well, I think this is good that we both got confused on that because yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't mean that Dave and Allison are idiots. It means that, Hey, yeah. maybe you guys haven't named this thing as well as you could. Yeah. have. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that, that's that. And then, um, next tip I want to talk about is, did, have you done this before? Turning on your flashlight, asking Siri to do it? No. Because you can say, hey, you, I don't want to trigger everybody here. Uh, turn on flashlight. Oh, and let's turn on everybody's flashlight. Okay. Let's see. Hey, Siri, <laughs> turn on flashlight. Turn on flashlight. It's on. And then you could, and you could, and then you say, hey, Siri, turn hey, off Siri. flashlight. <laughs> turn off flashlight. Great. My iPad answered and said, it's already off. <laughs> I've got my phone right in my hand. <laughs> Turn off flashlight. Yeah. So you want a quick way to turn your flashlight on, but besides the steps of going through the control center, you, uh, what if that works on the watch? Hang on. Let me try that. Hey, Siri, turn on the flashlight. I don't know. I haven't tried it in a while. Ah, it does work. Nice. So if your hands are goopy and you're trying to, or or full and you're trying to get in your door and you need to turn on your, uh, your light, that's pretty good. Hey, Siri. Yeah. Nope. Now the iPad's answering. Hey Siri. <laughs> <laughs> we have fun with saying that. Again, we're not idiots. She no. is. She she can be. So oh and uh God. also another another thing that Siri can do for you, I thought it was a, a cool kind of an interesting thing is again you don't you said you don't use iCloud keychain that much. You actually can ask uh, ask her to show your passwords list in the in the keychain. So instead of you having to go into pa- uh, accounts and passwords, it'll bring it up by asking. And hmm. all you have to do is ask sh- ask us, ask her to show you your passwords list in iCloud keychain, and it comes hmm. up. Why would you? Know. How, how would useful you is that? Ask for I don't a know. Specific one? No, it brings up the whole list, so you don't have to. Because if if you want to bring up your list and be able to look at it visually, and I think that was their their reasoning on that. Hmm. Is what I'm thinking. Okay. So interesting. Uh, all right, we're coming to the home stretch here. I got uh, all right. We got uh, um, turn on automatic updates. I hope everybody has that turned on. Uh, the way you go, where to go? That's automatic updates for i for any iOS update. So if you go into uh, into settings and then go under general, and then you go into software update, there is a uh, choice at the top there. It says automatic updates. You can turn that on or off. Um, I I have that on because uh, I want I want it to update it because uh, uh, I don't I don't want to wait. <laughs> Some people may want to wait, and then you have the choice of turning it off if you don't want the updates to push right away. And yeah, of that's, course, a, that's a dicey one. It is. It's a little dicey because some people don't want to update right away. And uh, so, but at least you, you have control. You can turn it on or you can turn it off. I do have it on, but I don't remember doing that. that I'm not sure I want to do that. I want to, oh, What okay, I want then. is always to be notified immediately when there's a new one, and that doesn't always happen. Like iOS 12.1. I, I never did get a notification. I, ah. I think I did it two days late because I finally got around to going, oh, yeah, I should go do that. It wasn't notifying me. Yep. No, it's uh, yeah. 
it's a, it's a, so you have the choice of turning it on or off. And I don't, you might be right. It might've been turned on when iOS 12 originally installed. Yeah, it might be. It's uh, scary. There's, it says it'll do it at night. <laughs> yeah. So there's, uh, so, cause they think you're not going to use it at night. Right. <laughs> so we, uh, we All mentioned, right. I, I, I mentioned, uh, do not disturb while driving earlier. Um, to, to where to go into there, uh, to, to look at that is if you go into settings and then you go to do not disturb, um, you scroll down towards, uh, towards the bottom and you have the do not disturb while driving. Now you can, you tap where it says activate and it'll, you can set it a number of ways. I you set it for automatically, which were the way I have it set. Uh, when when connected to your car Bluetooth, which generally automatically does that anyway, as far as I'm concerned, because when I get in my car and I'm connected to my Bluetooth, then it knows I'm in my car, and uh, it, it it turns it on. Or you can do I, it manually, where you can turn it on yourself. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but yeah, because uh, the whole idea is to remind yourself not to exactly. be stupid, right? Don't, and if you yeah. knew not to be stupid, you wouldn't be stupid. We're stupid, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, uh, I will tell you why to do Bluetooth. Uh, in my case. Um, Bluetooth is such a train wreck that Steve and I finally mm. decided that my phone would be paired to my car, his phone would be paired to his car, uh-huh. and when we were in each other's cars and we wanted to use our phones to drive the uh, the stereo, <laughs> we would use a cable. Uh-huh. And that, that just caused peace in our time because we were just fighting it all the time. It was so hard. Oh, I don't know yeah. if other cars are better at it, but Honda and Acura, they, they're terrible at this. Yeah. Um, so I only have mine when connected to car Bluetooth because I don't often drive his car. And I don't want to be told not to mess with my phone when I'm the passenger. And I'm always the passenger at his car. And I am most of the time the driver in my car, but not always. <laughs> That's so right. that's a reason you would want to have it on Bluetooth only, I think. That, I got, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And then the other the other choice is if you want replies to be sent to to to, to anyone that's sending you a text message or an iMessage, um, you could set it to uh, uh, no one. And you could set it to recents, favorites, or all contacts. You probably should set it to all contacts because if anybody's texting you, you want to tell them, hey, I can't talk to you right now. I'm driving. <laughs> yeah. And, and, I don't and, know why, and, but mine seems to send it twice. Does it? Oh, okay. I'll yeah, you. I've seen that before. Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I just for some reason I just realized that, and I wonder uh, I wonder if I can find any examples of it, of it. But yeah, I don't know why it does that twice. But uh, let's see. Yes, I. Uh, oh, here it is. I I don't get it twice. What I get is one. I, my phone sends one that says I'm driving with Do Not Disturb while driving turned on. I'll see your message when I get where I'm going. Right. The second one says I'm not receiving notifications. If this is urgent, reply urgent to send a notification through with your original message. Hmm. Where's that coming from? Well, I don't know. That is weird. Ha! Stumped him. Stumped him. Now again. you have to come back. <laughs> yes, I have to come back. Actually, just... that that's got to be in here somewhere, right? Yeah, um, auto reply is all I see. But it might be when you're in Do Not Disturb in general, there might be a setting in Do Not Disturb uh, that has nothing to do with driving that activates that. Hmm. I will have to check that and come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is that? So then uh, lastly, what I wanted to do is just kind of just kind of go through. Oh, do I'm not- sorry. Uh, right at the at the bottom, below the auto reply, I'm driving with Do Not Disturb. It says your contacts will receive this message when they text you and may break through Do Not Disturb by sending urgent as an additional message. Oh, and then there's the auto reply. You can actually uh, you can alter that too. 
Yeah, I think I should just change that to say Ooga Booga or something. Yeah. Leave me alone. I'm driving. <laughs> All right. We're at, we're at the end here. Number 20. What do you got, Dave? All right. The last one. I, w- I just wanted to, as long as we're in Do Not Disturb, I just kind of wanted to talk about a few tips with that. Um, you could set it scheduled, and that's what I think what most people do. I, I have it set for 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. To, to not to disturb me, uh, except when I'm on call for my IT. I got to make sure I turn this off and, and not mm-hmm. be under disturb because I got yelled at for it, and me not taking getting the phone call late at night. So, but yeah, uh, but the the good thing is if you can set it for specifics as far as who can call and who can't. Um, so you have choices. You could set it for scheduled. Then you go from and to. If you want to alter the times, you can, because some people might want, might want to do it that way. Um, you also can uh, go down, like I just said, uh, uh, as far as it, you want it to be silenced. You, uh, I have it set to when locked, uh, or you could set it to always. Uh, I would yeah, say when locked. What's the difference locked. between those? Silence always and silence when iPhone is locked. Now, let's see when it says always, it says incoming calls and notifications will be silenced while the iPhone is either locked or unlocked. Whereas, so if you're being naughty and playing with your phone after 10 o'clock when you told yourself you wouldn't yeah, have screen time, it right. would still be, you still wouldn't get a notification. A, right, you wouldn't right. be disturbed. Whereas when iPhone is locked, incoming calls and notifications will be silent while iPhone is locked only. So I yeah. guess you, you have unlocked or locked. So okay. it, so so that's good because that okay, if you do pick up the phone like you said if you're naughty and you're 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 doing it after ten o'clock um you, you it the the call won't bother you during that time either okay why that, why would you want to do that I don't know audio yes that's, it says calls and uh, it says calls and notifications okay that's, but that's silent so they may come up on screen it says they will be silenced while your iPhone is locked okay they will be All silenced right. while okay so you have you. That there's, I think there's a distinction between the two. <laughs> but, of course, in phone, you also can change it if you want to allow calls to favorites uh, or set to no one. Not, um, and then uh, everyone, or you can set, uh, go into group contacts. And you can go specific to that. I don't know how deep you want to really go with that. but Why, uh, why did they have, they have yeah. an option to allow uh, calls from everyone when you're everyone. in the <laughs> What's the point? I mean, yeah, why does it say everyone? It's crazy. But uh, uh, you, you, uh, you definitely have uh, some flexibility there, too. Uh, but uh, no, I think do not disturb is a, is a, is a good feature. Um, we'll, we'll throw please. They added that because that was, I was out of, I think I was, I was 10. I think it was, um, but yeah, uh, but they've added a lot more in here now. They've had, a lot oh, yeah. more granular. I was 12 has really even nice. proved it even more. So we got through 20 tips. This was 20 great tips. This is fantastic. Oh, and so much more fun than what we oh did my God. before. <laughs> I had a blast. I had a blast. This was fun. Yeah. This is, this is the, uh, the key is talk about what you really know. I think that's the, the lesson we both learned. Yes, I'll, I'll never bring up that topic ever again, except for work. <laughs> now everybody's going to be going, man, I got to know what it is. What is it? What is it? No, we're not All right, saying. Dave, so how do people find your show and maybe give a little tag about what it's about? Yes, uh, my my uh, podcast is In Touch with iOS, intouchwithios.com, and uh, we, uh, and, and like we've t- you and I have talked about, it's it's a show that I focus only on anything that relates to iOS, and an iPhone, and iPad, and Apple TV, and and all those technologies that we that we like to uh, to, to use, but uh, give, give a little more focus on that and not anything else. Um, so uh, we have a lot of great uh, discussions. I've, I, I uh, Melissa Davis has been my co-host, as well as uh, I've had a number of guests on the show, including uh, Allison has been on when we we had a blast doing that as well. And you'll be on again soon, I hope. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, I want to do it again. That was yeah, really fun. We had a lot of fun. So um, yeah, it's a great show. It's in touch with iOS dot com. 
and uh yeah that's that's what i do and I'm, i appear in a number of other shows and try to get active with uh with podcasting and then the guys you, you guys twisted my arm and look what you what's what's happened after two two three years <laughs> i have never met somebody who i immediately just said so why don't you have a podcast it's yeah, obvious no. it was it was like you were like you just forgot to do it or something you didn't you missed yeah. a memo everybody joined into podcasting no. and you forgot because you were clearly a podcaster from in your dna Yes, yes, it's been a lot of fun. So we're going to keep doing it and uh, just just gonna keep having a lot of fun with it. So, and then uh, All right, of course, great. And you can also find Dave on Twitter at Dave G. What is that? G sixty five. Dave G sixty five. Yes, thanks. All right, thanks a lot for coming on the show, Dave. This was awesome. A lot of fun. Thanks again. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Chit Chat Across the Pond. This show is not supported by ads. It's supported by you. If you learn from the show, or even if you're just merely entertained by the shows, please consider supporting the show. If you go to podfeet.com, there's a big red button in the top banner that says support the show. If you click it, that will reveal to you several ways to contribute. You can pledge a monthly amount using Patreon. You can use the Amazon affiliate link for your country. You can make a one-time donation using PayPal, or you can record a listener review, which is an awesome way to contribute. You can always chat directly with me via Twitter at PodFeet or email me at allison at PodFeet.com. You can join the conversation in Facebook by going to PodFeet.com slash Facebook or on Google Plus at PodFeet.com slash Google Plus. Thanks for listening and stay subscribed.